Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the One Up Sales Development Podcast. For this episode, is a true and special treat for you guys. And this is geared towards anybody in sales, no matter what mental state of mind you're at, no matter what stage you're at. If you're you know, if you're a senior, you're a junior, you're fairly new, and I truly believe this episode will actually really help other brand new SDRs right off the bat, especially if you're young, you're just getting in the game, you just graduated, you've never done sales before, or even for these older individuals who are looking to make that jump in the gap, such as me and James Baldwin did, um, old SDRs, old BDRs, whatever you guys want to call it, and you guys never done sales before, but this is really going to help you guys a lot, and his name is Keith Cordero, also known as the, the Mindful Sales Rep, and Keith Cordero, currently right now, he is an AE over at Crosstech International, and pretty much he's responsible for supporting dental offices, schools, and community health centers, and ensuring their infection prevention processes are appropriate, and their, you know, patients are protected and Keith Cordero is a I would say he's a strategic AE he's been in sales for a very long time started out over when he was young and was exposed to it from his mom through the experience that you hear but what I truly love about Keith is that it's just his mindful and his philosophy and this is about meditation and meditation is really 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 important you guys especially if you're in sales you know you're whether you're a short cycle sales rep long cycle sales rep and you're hunting the whale and then somehow some way it just breaks down on you you either lose that sale or if you're hunting a whale for a very long time and then you want that sale you will experience depression and it's just like an athlete if you've been working on it, it's like michael phelps you've been working on swimming all day every day your whole entire life and when you finally want a gold medal your first thing you experience is depression and this is also backed up, I heard, from uh, Simon Sinek, his interview a while back with uh, Jordan Harbinger on the Jordan Harbinger show, too, as well. But meditation has a lot of benefit, you guys. And Keith Cordero is a huge advocate for this. He is the mindful sales rep. And he believes that, you know, meditation, it helps you reduce stress, right? Stress reduction is one of the most common reasons people try meditation. It helps you control anxiety, less stress translates to less anxiety it promotes emotional health enhanced self-awareness lengthen your attention span and you know maybe even reduce age-related memory loss it can generate kindness but uh, you know no matter where you're at or what you do it may also help you fight addictions and one of the great tips i keep giving you uh, before is just before you sign your calls you breathe in you breathe out you breathe in breathe out and just slowly take it in and being at that state of mind and really treating every call that picks up like it's your last call and that right there is just one of many gold nuggets that you will hear from my man Keith Cordero so Keith I just want to say thank you again so much for hopping on the one up sales development podcast you have so much to bring to the sales and the sales dev world we are truly appreciated for this and for those who are fairly new this episode's for you and Keith. Please keep me doing what you're doing. I'm gonna be following you just closely and looking forward to connecting again in the near future. Enjoy, you guys. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the One Up Sales Development Podcast. And for today, today's guest, it's someone that's truly, really, really, really special that I've 
picked up from James Baldwin again. Another shout out to him. That's my man. That's our man. And when I heard this individual, I dived deep into his philosophy, the way he thinks, the way he acts, the way he talks, but more importantly, the type of content he's been pushing out. And I said, you know what? I I gotta get this guy on this pod. Uh, since this uh, podcast is gain, uh, aimed geared towards uh, more for the traditional, like the new SDRs, because what he brings to the table is truly, truly, truly valuable. And for those who's been in the sales development community, you would probably know or heard of this guy. If not, you're about to hear about him. <laughs> so this individual here is also known as, you know, he is the content writer and podcast host of the philosophy of sales. He is also the content writer known as the mindful sales rep, currently account executive over at Crosstex International. Please give me a warm welcome for Keith Cordero. <laughs> Yeah, wow. That's Keith. A, that's a great intro, man. I appreciate that. I feel like I'm walking into the ring or something. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Keith, thank you again so much for joining the One Up Sales Development Podcast. You have so much to bring to the table, and we just want to thank you so much for being here. Um, how are you doing today, Keith? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing excellent. It's, it's Halloween here. Um, here in Atlanta, Georgia, it's rainy, it's foggy, so it's uh, perfect weather. Things are good. Awesome, awesome. All right, Keith, so without further ado, why don't you go ahead and uh, let's just dive right in. Please give us a brief intro about you know who you are, what do you currently do, and just how did you get into sales? Sure. So um, I am an account executive. I currently work for a manufacturer of infection prevention disposable products, um, specifically in the dental and medical industry. I've been uh, in this role for about a year and a half, and I've been in the dental and medical world for probably about 10 or 11 years. Um, When I first, you know, my sales career started as probably a lot of folks that are in sales started, which was, I just kind of accidentally fell into it. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't have a, I didn't have a John Barrow's, uh, book. I want to be in sales when I grow up when I was a kid. So it was, um, it was, it was not something that I, I strived to be honestly growing up. Um, sales was, was one of the last things that I ever wanted to do mostly just because of the, um, misconception of what sales is and, and, and what salespeople do and, 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 you know, the whole kind of slimy, uh, transactional used car salesman with the slicked back hair. That was something that was kind of <laughs> ingrained culturally growing up, like in the eighties and nineties. You know I mean? Um, but fortunately I had, so my, my mom was a single mom. Uh, she, uh, she had me very young. And so a lot of my childhood was her just kind of uh, grinding and hustling and, 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 and trying to provide. And when I was, I guess, probably in middle school, she ended up getting a job as a, a sales assistant to a trader, like in the stocks and bonds trading industry. And so that really kind of changed her life. I mean, if somebody didn't have a college degree, but she had hustle, she had grind, she had a, um, a, a positive growth mindset, and she was able to really get into that industry and become eventually one of the top sales brokers for this um, for this company. And so that really influenced me at a young age. She used to bring me in a lot to, uh, like on days when 
when I was sick or couldn't go to school because she was a single mom, she'd have to bring me in uh, to work with her. And it was pretty much a trading floor. So lots of cursing, lots of phones being thrown this way and that. Um, but as a child, it was exciting. So, um, so you know, brief story long, uh, you know, I, I out of college, I, I got a job as um, an entry-level technician delivering and repairing medical devices for folks. Um, but I was really, uh, sales was something that I really wanted to strive to get into. And so I worked for a few years as a technician until I finally uh, was given a chance to, to to take on a sales role. I ended up getting the, the worst territory <laughs> that existed. I was pretty much told, you know, you don't want this job. And I doubled down and was like, no, I absolutely do. Um, and again, I, that hustle and grind um, attitude that was passed down from my mother uh, kicked in and, and within a year I, I had the, the, the biggest territory, uh, the, the most revenue um, being pulled in from my territory uh, within the whole organization. So, um, wow. Yeah, that was kind of my that was kind of my kickoff. That was my start. Yeah. Wow, Keith, that that was that, that was amazing. So pretty much, you originally didn't really want to get into sales, and um, this is actually a pretty big topic too. It's like when you go into social events, right? And you're like, "Oh, what, yeah. do, you, what do you do for a living?" Oh, yeah, I do sales. And <laughs> when they hear sales, they think about that, that grimy guy, that Wolf of Wall Street, you know, always be closing, always be closing, or like that retail yeah. sales, where it's like sell you things you don't need, sell you insurance on phones you didn't want. Or just you know, just trying to upsell you to uh, unnecessary things that just not not truly tied to you, but um, they don't really yeah. truly understand and know the other side of sales, such as the B two B inside sales or outside sales that's truly professional, where it takes a consultative approach and just like what you said, you know, as you went in with your mom and you saw the cursing, but you're like, you know what, this is what I want to do. Uh, you went there to a territory base where they offered you something, but they're like, man, you, you don't want this because everyone before that probably was like playing the victim game, you know, this sucks, uh, only if I can just do this, only if I can just do that, but you came in, doubled down, and just knocked it off the park, it seems, that is that that's basically what you did, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I, I don't think, um, you know, I, I, I think it's interesting because sales as a profession um, is always, just like any profession and, and anything really, um, culturally is always evolving and progressing. So, and I think as, as younger folks get into sales, right. And sales roles, um, they're going to bring those fresh ideas. They're going to bring more empathy and more compassion just because I, I believe that as generation, you know, generations come up, um, those are just characteristics and qualities that they embrace. And so obviously that's going to be reflective in not only personal lives, but also in professional lives. So it's a really exciting time. Like when I started sales, so, you know, I'm 38, I started 10, 15 years ago in sales. Um, and when I started, there wasn't really, it wasn't segmented into like things like SDRs or AEs or anything of that nature. It was just old school sales rep. I mean, full cycle. You were doing everything from cold calling, knocking on doors, research, 
to negotiations, demo presentations, closing the deal. I mean, we didn't have a CRM. You know, it was, <laughs> it was a very, it was a very different kind of of mentality. Um, and so, it's really been awesome to see it progress and and morph and transform into um, into like a really integral profession and, and, and something that people I think can be proud of saying I'm I'm, a, I'm an SDR or I'm an AE or you know whatever, whatever it is I think that there's a lot more um, a lot more people that are embracing that profession and it's great to see yeah I I agree with you and just to uh, piggyback a little bit on that you know I believe um, I heard one of John Barrow's episode uh, when he spoke on David Delaney's podcast I believe and he said quite the same thing too back in the days you know he didn't have all this technology all that he didn't have all this like tech tools or prospecting tools he's it's just the old school smile and dial pounding the phone just bring everything together and to be a true um sales professional you have to uh, adapt and adjust accordingly right like you know the the famous oh, yeah. the famous face like what what won't work today uh what works today may not work tomorrow uh, for instance, I know for a fact that I think about like 10 years ago, I, and I heard this recently from going through an interview process recently with a director of marketing. She, she even said it. She said like about 10 years ago, you would only need about two, three touches max to get a response from your prospect. And now today it's like an average 18 plus, which is where the SDRs come in. So uh, yeah, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. All right. So hey, Keith, um, I, what I really want to dive into next real quick is the you know it's like this is the treasure the gold bars the marbles and what really caught my attention to you so i i know you're known as the mindful sales rep and you took a different approach uh and you adapt to it um known as also buddhism can you go ahead and please tell us uh, about that story yeah sure so um i mean i've been um i've been a practice uh, i've practiced buddhism way longer than I've been in sales. Um, it's, it's something that, um, you know, when I was a teenager, I, um, I think the, the first kind of introduction that I had to Eastern religion or philosophy or anything like that was a book that's titled Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, um, by Robert Persick. And if you're not familiar with it, it's, it's a fictional book, but it's it's kind of written in the stream of consciousness way, and, and it and it and it talks about the dynamic between Western society and a focus on capitalism and consumerism, and 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 more efficient and faster, and, and you know, and all of these ideals that um, you know have pros and cons to them, and then it, it paired that and compared that with. Um, with older Eastern religion and philosophy of like Buddhism and being in the present moment and mindfulness and meditation and things of that nature. So that book really kind of, um, perked up my ears when I read it, uh, probably at the age of 12 or 13 or something. And so that kind of wow. led me down more literary works like the Dharma bums, uh, by Kerouac. And, and then that got me even deeper and, and, and in, into Buddhism and, and, you know, Authors like Zit, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, who is a Zen Buddhist, and, 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 and obviously, you know, people like Dalai Lama and things like that. So I just started consuming as much as I could about Buddhism. And it really resonated with me. And it, and it you know, at, at, when I was a young, you know, when I was younger, I was a teenager, early 20s, I was angry. I was just kind of, as a lot of 
kids in in um, in that time of their lives are, and um, just kind of headed down a destructive and unhealthy path. And so Buddhism was was kind of a savior for me, and it, that got me deeper into a meditation practice. And so uh, you know I've talked to James about this a few times on his podcast, and and I've, I've touched on it a few times uh, on the Mindful Sales Rep, and but you know. It's interesting seeing now because you have a lot of people that have been in sales for a while, even if it's five, ten years or something, and now they're discovering things like meditation through Headspace and Calm and, and things like that. And so it's really interesting and, and awesome to see that happening because for me it was it was vice versa, right? It was Buddhism and meditation was just something that was part of my life and then at my personal life. And then as I began a uh, a profession in sales. Um, that that kind of bled through and, and kind of uh, motivated and influenced how I interact with clients and peers and things of that nature. So it, again, it's it's been a savior for me both both personally and professionally. Yeah, man. You know, thank you so much for uh, sharing that and truly being honest and open about that, Keith. You know, um, and I, again, when I first when I heard you say that on James episode two, you talked about. How like in the early twenties you're just angry and just moving things around, throwing things across the wall, and then I reached out to you and I was like, "Oh shit, damn, that that was me too." <laughs> so, yeah, well, but it's, it's kind of the human. It's kind of a, the part of the human experience, right? I mean, it's there's the dark side of it as well, and we we all deal with these anger issues. I mean, hey, still to this day, I've been practicing Buddhism and meditation probably for I don't know twenty years and. You know, I still get angry, and I there there's still flashes of jealousy at times during this, these times and, and that times, and you know that's just part of being human. Um, and so, the great thing for me about mindfulness and meditation is is being able to generate and cultivate a gap between these emotions, whatever they may be quote-unquote good, quote-unquote bad, anger, happiness, whatever it is. But there, it creates this gap between these emotions as they arise and our reaction to those emotions. And with ah. something like mindfulness and meditation, it allows us to extend that gap further than it would be without it, right? Ah. Some of us just naturally may have a, a, a smaller gap, so... We have a thought, we have a feeling, we immediately react, whether it be internally or external, right? Some of us naturally may have a, 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 a larger gap. So, you know, uh, again, we have a feeling or thought or emotion arise and we think about it for a minute or two and then we, we, we react. But the real power of mindfulness and how it's cultivated through things like meditation is allowing us to extend that gap between our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions and how we react to it, which, as I'm sure you can relate, is, I mean, invaluable in sales, right? Let's say your listeners are mostly SDRs, let's say. If you're an SDR and you're banging out 60, 70, 80 calls a day, I mean, 85% of the time, even if you're an, an amazing SDR, 80 to 85% of the time, you're getting rejected. Right? Yeah, and yeah. as humans... As humans, just on a physiological and psychological side of things, when we get rejected, it hurts. It sucks. It doesn't matter how seasoned of a salesperson you are. When you get told no or no thanks or even worse, it, it hurts. It, it hurts the ego. So 
um, mindfulness and meditation has allowed me to kind of remove my reactions to those initial rejections or objections that we face on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that, that was gold. Keith, I completely understand where you're coming from because I had a phase about that too. And I believe it's part of also personal development when you want to better yourself where meditation and mindfulness is just like just staring in the mirror and knowing exactly who you are and who you're not and not lying to yourself and just like a, a part partial self-reflection right like for me i just yeah, not gonna like lie that. yeah for me i'm not gonna lie i actually just started meditation not too long ago and perhaps making get your advice too i'm not sure i'm doing it right i just played some meditation song just do like a few stretches in the morning don't touch like any type of technology or check emails or react to anything just a time of, like self-reflection but is there do you have an advice like let's say there's a new sdr that just listening to this right now they just started and they're like getting stressed out from banging your calls because you know we do like a, you get you get about 100 no's before until you get one yes pretty much um like what 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 kind of tips do you have for that person if they want to try being mindfulness and uh you know giving meditation a shot to go ahead and this, uh, extend that gap so to speak Sure. Well, first of all, you know, praises to you um, for, for having the intention to start meditating. I hear that a lot with people and friends and, and coworkers and peers that I speak with. Um, you know, you always kind of hear, oh, I, I've always wanted to meditate, but I, I don't really know how or when I've tried, I'm not doing it right. <laughs> Look, if your intention is there, it's right. There's really no right or wrong way to do it. If you have the intention of I'm going to take a few minutes and just be present in this moment, whatever it may be, whether it's breathing, you know, whether it's sitting down and formally meditating and, and doing breathing exercises, or it's washing a dish after dinner and just being present in that moment while you wash that dish, as opposed to thinking of this or that. There's this old Buddhist saying that uh, it's, it's chop wood, carry water. And a monk was asked, what does nirvana look like? What does enlightenment look like and he said chop wood carry water really what that means is just being present in the moment it's not like this you know you're rising above all the bullshit and the clouds <laughs> apart and the sun blasting on your face and there's birds flying out of your ears and you're like oh like, it's not that, that's not what it is you know it's it's just being in your present moment whether that's making calls, whether that's, you know, setting a demo, whether that's presenting a demo, whether that's negotiating and, 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 or discovery, whatever it is, it's just being in that moment. I found that what's, what, what I do, and it might work for some and it might not, but what I like to do if, you know, I've been in an SDR role before uh, at a company I worked for called CareStream Dental where we sold a little bit. There, there was, there was a. It was kind of full cycle, but a lot of what we did, our metrics and things of that nature, were based on how many calls we made and how many demos that we set for outside reps. <laughs> yeah. So when I had a, when I had a little call block, let's say I'm, this next hour to two hours is going to be my call block, I would just sit at my desk and I would just breathe. Right. I would just sit there for. I would set a timer for five minutes, maybe ten minutes, and I would just breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth. And I would count one when I breathe in, and I would count two when I breathe out. And I would just keep going back. One, two, one, two. Now, you might do that three nice. times, and our our mind, which Buddhists like to call it a monkey mind, because it's like having a, a wild monkey trapped in your brain, 
Um, that's just how our minds work. They're always looking for something new to attach to. And so your mind will, will eventually start thinking about something else. And then at that moment, you don't have to judge it. You don't have to be like, ah, oh, man, I knew I couldn't meditate. I knew I wasn't good at this. Just say, okay, I'm thinking back to the breath. One, two, one, two. If you start doing that five minutes, you know, before making a call or when you wake up in the morning, um, and you create that habit, I think it would really start changing people's lives. You can also use things like Headspace. Nice. I actually started using Headspace like two months ago. Um, just because I was like, I want to see what this this is like. I've, I've always learned to meditate from teachers or from books or things of that nature. So I'm like, why, why not? You know, we're in te- the new technology age. And so I've been doing Headspace for the past couple of months. And I really like Headspace. I think it's a great place for beginners intermediate advanced all that so there's apps like that there's uh calm is another app but there's a few different little meditation apps out there that people could try as well yeah uh keep i know exactly what you're talking about because uh, when i was you know just searching up meditation too all these meditation app been popping up and uh like you mentioned calm i think it was snooze too or no it's not snooze but there's a lot of meditation apps too and that helps you and gives you a notification and let you know when but hey Keep. I really wanna like that that technique that you told me about, where right before you start going on your phone block, that breathing one and two. By any chance, have you heard about the marine sniper technique? Is that when you breathe in for four seconds, hold it? Yes. Two, and then re- yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I have heard. So I, I first heard it through Headspace. Um, that was the first time because they, when you're kind of digging deeper into specific things where they have like nighttime stories and stuff like that, they'll do that technique. That was the first time I had heard it. And then, um, a friend of mine, a connection on LinkedIn, actually, Ali Mujib, um, he posted something about it as well. Um, and then dug a little bit deeper. So, um, yeah, that sounds like a, I mean, if it works for Navy SEALs, I mean, it would probably work for mostly anybody. (laughs) Okay, the reason why I wanted to touch base on that because when when you told me about that, I was like, wow, this is because about about two years ago when I was at school at um, Cal State Dominguez Hills, I had like an entrepreneur in sales class where we would literally have to do a sales presentation of our project or whatever business that we supposedly uh, want to bring up, like, you know, for entrepreneur class. And nice. the, the, a lot of the time where there's a lot, you know, a lot of people, you get up there, you get that nerve struck and then you just start talking faster than you have to be. And I actually, that's when I discovered, the, they call it the sniper's breathing technique. Like you mentioned, uh, very similar to what you, what you just said, but it's like two second in and then three second out or so. And the purpose sure. of that is it slows down your heartbeat and then it just starts to get you really, really, really calm. And you can actually really adjust and, you know, work uh, work on your delivery to make it like nice and smooth rather than just being fast and iffy like this. Um, and I actually been using it recently too, all the time on interviews on the phone when whatever, you know, so when sometimes you get like the hype up when they ask you questions that you're not really prepped for, you do that and just remain calm. Sure. So I, I thought that was very amazing for what you do. So just to parlay on that again, right before you get the call block, you breathe in for a second or two and then you breathe out and you do that for like five, ten minutes. You get calm, and then you, you're focused. And then you, once you hammer the phone, you're fired away. But you're you're not just present there. You're presence on the phone too as well, where you know you're speaking to them. Hey, hey, Bob, this is uh, Keith Cordero here. AE at Cross Text, and you know what's going on. What's your current situation? What's holding you back? How can we move forward? And just 
truly being there on the phone, not like just some distracted SDR where they pick up their phone and they're like, oh, oh shit, what the hell? <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, a lot of times, a lot of times we in sales, especially SDRs, we get caught depending on the organization that you're working for. But a lot of times we get fo- focused on the metrics um, and not really focused on the mission, right? So, yeah. so metrics were created so that we could um, fulfill the mission statement of the company. But a lot of times we get focused on, oh, I've got to make this amount of calls. I've got to set this amount of demos. And so, you know, when you're making 100 calls a day, it's really easy to fall into complacency and and to treat every call like it was the last call, right? Or the next call. It, it, they all just kind of merge with each other. So there, uh, there's definitely science behind breathing techniques and things of that nature, um, as well as mindfulness. So the, the great thing is, so this one, there was this one study, and I forget where where it was, but it was some university in the U.S. a few years ago where they brought in seasoned um, Buddhist meditators. So these are folks that have been meditating for 30-plus years, right, basically Buddhist monks that they brought in. And then they nice. had some um, folks that had never meditated before, and then, and then they just had a control group of people that didn't meditate at all. And they put this these basically uh, nodes on their head that they could read their brain activity and they would ring a bell or they would make this sound every two minutes or so, right? So let's say it's a bell, bing, and then two minutes after that, same bell, bing, and two minutes after that, same bell, right? And so the folks that had never meditated and didn't meditate, they were the control. After about, you know, five to six, maybe ten times of this bell, going off every two minutes, their brain activity actually slowed down because they were expecting it. So it wasn't like a new sound. Like when you hear a new sound, your brain activity is off the charts because it's like, oh, my God, what is that? You know, the whole fight or flight, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But if it's a, yeah, if it's a constant thing, then your brain starts, um, you know, anticipating that that sound is going to, to, to come, and so it's not as much brain activity. When they looked at the same uh, brain activity for the, the Buddhist meditators that have been meditating for an extremely long time, every single time that that bell went off, their brain activity was off the charts. Now, what does that mean? That means that they're truly present in every single moment. They're not thinking about what just happened. They're not thinking about what's going to happen. They're thinking about the right now. Now, if you're in sales or especially if you're an SDR and you're making 100 phone calls, that kind of science, right, and that kind of ability to transform your thinking and and your brain to be completely present with every single person you talk to, how many more demos do you think that you could book? If you're really listening and truly discovering and truly present with these clients and customers on a call-by-call basis, I mean, to me, it was invaluable. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, that that was straight gold right there, Keith. That bell and just truly being the presence, like you said. If the and I, I believe that's what a lot of challenge uh, for new SDRs have too, because right, and it's, it's like entry it's level, right? Yeah. You know, they they have and there's a lot where there's no sales experience. Like, hey, I was an athlete. Uh, I was in this club. I was in this uh, brother brotherhood school thing whatever and they just join in and then they sometimes get distracted and uh they lose focus and like you said they're not they're in the presence and if they were to be in the present they would 
be able to have that much more effective call and in result to also book more demos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, not only do you have more of an impact on your customer and client's journey, right, in the buying process, which is what the whole goal is anyway, um, but, you know, on, on the other side of it, you're able to hit your metrics and you're able to make your quotas and you're able to make more money and you're able to move up the ladder if that's what you choose to do. Um, it just, it, it opens up a, a world of possibilities for you as opposed to just like, here we go, another day on the phone, grinding it out. Um, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it adds value, right, and purpose to the profession. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Keith. So now, since we are running up pretty much the clock here, um, you know, I just want to ask you this question. And like for you, as being a the mindful sales rep, you know, the content writer and that meditation and just taking that self reflection into par. Like, what what would you challenge brand new SDRs today listening on this pod to one up their game? You know, I would I would, I would keep it easy. I would say you know. Before you start making those calls, um, do the do the little breathing practice that I talked about earlier. You know, sit there, set your little iPhone timer for five minutes, or start with five minutes, and just breathe in naturally, breathe out naturally. When you breathe in, count one. When you breathe out, count two. When your mind starts to wander, don't you know? Don't attach any judgment or anything of that nature to it. Just bring it back to the breath and try that for a week straight. You know, don't try it for one day and, 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 and then when you get upset, <laughs> say it didn't work. Try it for a week. Try to establish a habit. Um, and I guarantee you that it's it's going to do more good than it will harm. Nice, nice. And there you guys have it. Keith, thank you so much for jumping on the pod. If there's people on here listening and they want to reach out to you to say thank you or help for meditation or just uh, learn and follow a little bit more from you, like, What's the best way to contact you? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much, Jackson, for having me on. Uh, it was an honor, and I, I truly appreciate um, you, you having me on the podcast today. So thank you. If anyone wants to get in touch with me, they can go to the mindfulsalesrep.com. Um, that's the website, the blog. You can also find me on LinkedIn at the Mindful Sales Rep, or you can find me on LinkedIn as Keith Cordero. And yeah, reach out. Um, I'd love to hear people's experiences. Uh, I chat with folks and I appreciate everybody that's listening. Nice. And there you guys have it, everybody. And again, today is Halloween. So Keith, I'd like to wish you a happy Halloween uh, trick or treat. And thank you so much again for hopping on this pod. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good one, guys. 